With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Cuatro Cuatro Dos podcast. Uh, your podcast with all the soccer world news, or some of them at least, with a Houston twist on them, of course. Because we are in the great city of Houston, Texas. Um, let me just go ahead and give you my social media account so you can go ahead and follow myself, your host, Christian, and um, obviously the podcast as well. You can find the podcast on Instagram under Cuatro Cuatro Dos, which is Q-U-A-T-T-R-O, and then that again, Q-U-A-T-T-R-O, and then D-O-S, Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Um, and then you can find me and myself on uh, Twitter, you can find me under Chris Putalea, C-R-I-S-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z. And then on Instagram, my full name, which is Christian Putaleas. Basically, a Christian with no H. Um, then, of course, you can also uh, get a lot of more uh, Houston uh, Dynamo information, Houston Dash information, under the dynamotheory.com website, who is our host for this podcast. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and just uh, get to it. I'm going to give you some, uh, we're going to divide this uh, podcast in two almost. Uh, first, we're going to have some of the world news out there. And then on that second part, we're going to have more of local news, more MLS news, and uh, more of your Houston Dynamo, Houston Dash news. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and just uh, jump into it because there's a lot to talk about in this week. Also, before we... Uh, go on and move forward with the podcast i want to say uh thank you very much to everybody that have that has um gone to youtube um and uh look up or channel or my channel who you know i guess for right now it's myself but you know soon enough we'll have a team somewhere or someday um but yeah cuatro cuatro dos has a youtube channel where i'm gonna be posting uh more content on it um so right now we just have a little quick video that I did for the from the beginning of the season, uh, my little amateur uh, videographer thing that I did. Uh, it's like a five minute video, and then I did um, uh, a thing that I'm gonna start doing uh, here. I'm I'm actually planning on on buying a little bit more of utensils to to be used. Um, getting in some, I'm buying some mics pretty soon. Um, to be able to actually go to people's house and record, which is the kit, the kit series, um, basically as a series or a video where I'm going to go into people's homes or in this case, in this video that it's up on YouTube now, um, my closet. And then we, me or whoever is going to be in the video is going to be showing off basically their, uh, kit collection, their soccer kit collection. So, uh, if you have any jerseys out there. Or if you are if you are any of one of these people that actually have seen the 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 video, um, the, you know the kit series, uh, just let me know. Hit me up if you have a nice collection of shirts, um, of jerseys that you want to show off. Um, also, I would like I would love to interview you. So we're gonna have those two. We're gonna have uh, this upcoming month. We're almost done with uh, May, but in June I'm planning of of also bringing in. Uh, 
interviews where I'm going to be interviewing different people in the soccer scene here in Houston. Um, so if you would love to, you know, be in the podcast or be part of the YouTube channel as well, uh, in an interview or in the kit series or, you know, I'm actually working on more content to put up, like different, you know, segments to put on there. Um, hit me up, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Twitter, hit up, uh, Mimi, yep, Mimi, (laughs) hit me up through, uh, hit me up through the, through the Cuatro Cuatro Dos, uh, Instagram channel or account or whatever. Um, so yeah, so we can link up and, you know, do some more videos, do some more, uh, stuff, but this week, uh, I'm going to be actually reaching out to some people and hopefully we'll be able to get some interviews done this week and next week. So hopefully by next week, um, you'll have some, you know, you'll have this podcast of course, and, and then, you know, uh, more interviews or kit series or, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, that's enough about everything that I'm doing with the channel with Cuatro Cuatro Dos as a brand. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some news. Uh, one of the biggest news that happened, uh, these are not in order, but, you know, I'm just going to blur them out as I, as I got them and as I wrote them down uh, on my phone. So uh, it seems like Lautaro Martinez, who, funny enough, uh, my youngest brother is actually named Lautaro because we are from Argentina as well, which is funny because growing up, we never thought that his name was actually going to be uh, you know, everybody always had trouble naming or saying his name. So, you know, he, it was always an issue with him and for him having that weird-ass name, which is Lautaro. You know, no no offense to you, Lautaro, if you're listening. But, you know, it's not a, it's not like a regular name that you will find here in the U.S. But now it's cool to see that literally one of the best players in the world right now uh, his name is Lautaro, so it's kind of you know it makes it easier for everybody. At least if you know soccer, you know, um, and you get and you see a name like that, you you know like what the hell is this? But you know now we're able to tend up. Everybody's able to pronounce it, not just my family. Uh, so it's gonna it's cool. I guess it's cool to have somebody with your name be pretty you know pretty famous in a way. But yes, but it seems like Lautaro Martinez, who is a player in Inter. Um, seems like he's going to be making a move to, of course, FC Barcelona. Um, they're not, you know, it's not like a like a hundred percent thing, but you know, it's like a ninety nine point nine 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 percent thing that is going to happen. But as of right now, you know, n- nothing is set in stone, but it's basically in the air, and everybody's talking about it. Um, so it seems like the transaction is going to be a hundred and eleven million euros. Euros, 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 however you want to call them, uh, which is a substantial amount of money. I don't even know what substantial amount of money means, uh, but I just know that it means that it's a lot of money. So that's crazy. I don't here. Let me look it up because I don't even know how old this kid is. But Lautaro Martinez is probably not older than what twenty five. Let's see if you nerds, not you nerds, but you know people that know soccer know. Uh, but this kid is only 22 years old. That is crazy. He was born in 1997, a year before I experienced my first World Cup, which was France 98. That's crazy. 1997, this young kid is going into, is basically is going to become one of the biggest and best paid and one of the biggest transactions in soccer history until this moment. Um, I think probably one of the I think it might be the most expensive one, which is crazy. 
Um, but also a thing that caught my attention about this transaction in particular was that uh, a million are going to go to Racing Club, where that's where he came from, uh, in Argentina, and then uh, 2.3 of that mi- of millions, I don't know if dollars or euros, are going to his uh, like his hometown team in Bahia Blanca, Liniers of Bahia Blanca, and um, I guess that. Well, Makai, like I said, what caught my attention or my eye was that the first team that, you know, his home home team um, was going to use his, that money to build a school, which I thought it was the, you know, cool thing to do, especially in Argentina, because, you know, in Argentina, the country is not that great. So, you know, having somebody do something for the people and for education and all that stuff seems kind of cool, you know, that somebody's doing that. But yeah, that's crazy. Lautaro Martinez is going to be most likely sold to uh to Barcelona uh for 111 million euros. That's crazy. So like I said, not everything is set in stone, so you know, but they say it's like a 90% chance that he's actually on the way to Barcelona. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And um and actually funny enough for this news, I actually like I've told you guys, you know, I'm I always been a soccer fan. I always been a soccer lover. Always been a soccer player, but you know, in the last few years with work and family and all that, I haven't kept up with you know none of these you know young players and stuff like that. So I don't even know who half of these players are when like people name them. Um, so I had to actually look. I mean, I knew who he was. I've heard of him, but I'd never seen him play. So I actually had to you know YouTube the kid and, and look at him and. This dude is pretty good. I mean, I see why they're paying, you know, a hundred thousand euros, a hundred million euros, sorry, uh, for this young guy. Um, and hopefully, he's the future for Argentina. I mean, I think I'm more pumped at the fact that you know he's going to be a future, a future player for Argentina than than anything else, to be honest. Because uh, I mean, I ain't getting none of that hundred million, but you know, maybe I can get a World Cup out of it in the future. But who knows? Um, and then also since. We are in La Liga news. Um, the Prime Minister of Spain has given the okay for La Liga to commence uh, June 8th. So, of course, me with my new self and the new podcast, I'm going to uh, try to keep up uh, with that one as well. I mean, it is Barcelona and it is Messi and it is, you know, the land of great soccer, uh, per se. So, you know, I'm going to get back in, in my... Uh, in my ways of watching Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and all the great uh, teams that are out there. Uh, I'm going to have to pick a team, so if you have any suggestions uh, for a team I should support, I know that uh, there is like a um, Real Madrid uh, Peña here in Houston, and there's a Barcelona Peña here in Houston, uh, but I'm wondering if there's any other um, like other teams uh uh, with, I guess groups like we would call them because I know we have uh, for like um, Premier League there's a bunch of uh, different clubs or different teams that have different you know group of people that, that get together like I know there's like a Liverpool you know group uh, Chelsea group uh, uh, the Wolves have one I'm sorry I can't remember the name uh, but uh, I know they have the Wolves on their thing um, and like a whole bunch of different teams have different like you know teams and clubs and stuff like that. But if you have any uh, suggestions of who I should be uh, following in La Liga, let me know so I can keep an eye on them. Um, and also jumping from one Liga to another Liga, 
Um, it has been said that Liga MX, um, who of course, you know, we do live in Texas, we do live in Houston, and there is a lot of uh, Mexican brothers and sisters that follow soccer and love soccer, you know, as much as they love the MLS, they love uh, maybe the same amount or probably even more the Liga MX. But it seems like it's unfortunately over for this year. So that's going to suck. Uh, imagine going six months without having to watch your favorite uh, Mexican soccer team. And also there was some uh, tragic news um, to some, I guess. And uh, maybe not some to others. But uh, it seems like there has been some teams are going to stop existing. Which it's a weird thought. Uh, but I mean, I guess here in the U.S. we're all accustomed to that, right? You know, like when people, like a bunch of all these NFL teams come and go, basketball teams come and go, and all that crap like that. Even soccer teams come and go. Um, but yeah, it seems like Veracruz, uh, the team from down south, is actually going to be going away. Um, the promotion and relegation is actually going away for like five years, which is crazy uh, because. You know, there's so much going on there, and you know, a bunch of teams in the in the second division. You know, they want to come up, they want to come fight for their, you know, for their glory, for the spot. Um, so obviously, and given that the fact that there's not going to be any Liga MX, because of course this past week they found in uh, what was it Santos, I believe there was eight players in one team that got the coronavirus, which is crazy because that's that's like most of the team right there. Um, you can actually play a whole game with eight players, uh, which is crazy. Like a whole team was basically with the coronavirus. So obviously, given that there's no Mexican league, there won't there won't many there won't be any there won't be Jesus. I can't speak today. Basically, there's not gonna be any competitions between the MLS and the Liga MX. So all these you know Champions Cup, Copa de Campeones. And all these fusion of like having, you know, four Mexican teams, four American teams, um, you know, it's not going to be happening, it's not going to be competing. I'm pretty sure the Conca Champions uh, it won't be happening also probably this year. So that's going to suck too because, you know, that means there's not, there's not going to be a lot of international soccer going on. Um, and then one last thing was that Monarcas uh, from where they're from. I know this. They're not from Monterrey. Where are they from? I can't remember now. But Monarcas are going away, basically. And they're going to be... Um, what is it called when they move them from a town to a different town? Um, it's not rebranding. I can't think of the word right now. But basically, they're moving the team to Mazatlan, which is another city. And I don't know if it's a different state or not. But they're switching the team from the Monarcas to the Delfines. They're going to be the Dolphins. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that one, to be honest. They're going from butterflies to dolphins. So I guess they're getting bigger in animals. I don't know how I feel, you know, playing for the dolphins. But it is what it is. It doesn't sound, you know, very intimidating to be the dolphins. But, you know, I'm not part of it. So it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm really hoping the Mexican League really comes back. Um, hopefully they, you know, think about it maybe a little bit more because I think the, the Mexican league kind of brings a little bit of more happiness to the majority of people here in the Southern States of the, of 
of the United States, obviously, there's a lot of Mexican folks. Um, and that's going to suck not having that, you know, that Mexican soccer league. Um, just because, you know, it, it lose, there's, there's a lot of competition that could be going on between, you know, the U.S. and Mexico. And, you know, all those players won't be able to play. And then also, I'm thinking, what if that opens the door to, like, some trading? Because, you know, these players are going to want to play. They're not going to want to sit out for another six months. You know, they've been sitting out for, like, four or five months already. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see whenever the, you know, the windows open up and stuff like that. Talking about windows, we'll talk about Ellie's in a, in a, in a minute. Um, but, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. The Mexican League is going through a lot. Uh, you know, Mexico is not having a fun time, and you know, it doesn't seem like it's gonna, you know, get better anytime soon. But um, also, b- before I jump into the Bundesliga, which obviously everybody has been keeping up with, um, I want to talk about a little talking about Mexican and Mexican leagues. Um, talking about a, a a little documentary I saw on on YouTube. It's called Dalacheros FC, which is a very interesting thing that I saw because. Um, Whenever I saw it early this week, I believe it was like a Monday or Tuesday of you know last week. Um, funny enough, uh, so if you don't know what a Dalach- well, I really recommend for you to go watch it. It is in Spanish, so hopefully that's not an issue. But Dalacheros are mas- are basically are people that play for money in like amateur leagues. Um, and then it's funny enough, like I said, because the day before that, I was at the supermarket. I was at HEB here by the house. And I uh, ran in, ran into somebody that you know I used to know, um, or I guess I I know them. Um, but he does that. Uh, I don't know if he does that for a living, you know, like full time. But I know that he is very good because I've played with him before. Um, but the dude is like probably in his late thirties, early forties. But the dude is magnificent. He's from Argentina. He's from Rosario. Um, he was, you know, in the verge of being professional in Argentina, but due to injuries, he wasn't able to make it to the full level. But, you know, he played in, like, the stages right before being a professional. Um, but, um, yeah, he, he gets paid to, to play. Um, you know, if you know me, or if you know the people that I kind of hang out with, uh, you know you know him. His name is Hueso, or they call him Hueso, Bones, because the dude is skinny as hell. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool to see him. Um, we talked about that a little bit, and then funny enough, I was, you know that day or the day afterwards, I watched this documentary about Dalacheros, uh, which was very very funny. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about this Bundesliga. So yeah, I recommend for you to go watch that. It's pretty badass. It's a pretty cool documentary. It's like about I don't know forty five minutes long, so you know it's not too crazy. But let's go ahead and talk about the Bundesliga. But before we do that, let's uh, go ahead and take a break. We'll take a quick break here for some ads, and then we'll talk Bundesliga, and we'll talk MLS and stuff like that. So we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. 
All right, and we are back. So let's talk a little bit of Bundesliga. Bundesliga, as we know it, uh, is the only, basically, the only major, uh, what I guess we can call a league that is going on today. Um, so let's just go ahead and talk about it real quick before we get into our MLS news and Dynamo news. Um, basically, let me just tell you, well, I won't tell you the scores. Um, I'm going to go ahead and post them on the Instagram on 442. I think he's already posted there. But basically, I've watched, uh, I think I watched like one or two games, uh, the ones on Sunday. Um, I watched the um, Red Bull Leipzig whooped Mainz 05, 5-0. And then the um, Fortuna Dusseldorf that was winning 2-0 and that are fighting to get out of that relegation playoff spot. They... Oh man, they had it. They were winning 2-0 and then FC Köln uh, came back and they tied up the game and almost beat them. So it was very, very interesting. I watched a little bit of the Bayern Munich win against uh, Frankfurt 5-2. Also, it got kind of boring after, you know, you're whooping another team. Um, I wanted to watch the Berlin Berlin uh, Derby, but uh, I wasn't able to watch it, but I saw that it ended... 4-0, so obviously it was a, it was an ass whooping a little bit uh, on that side. Uh, but there was, a, you know, other ones where Borussia Dortmund obviously won their game. Uh, Leverkusen won their game 3-1. Fender Bender, uh, Winder Bremen uh, won 1-0. Uh, Paderborn tied with Hoffenheim 1-1. And then FC Augsburg uh, beat Schalkel for 3-0, and that was it for that. So the table uh, is getting interesting, especially with the next game that is going on. So if you're listening to this on Monday, Tuesday at 11.30 a.m., it's probably going to be the biggest game that is going to be happening this week and in the upcoming weeks as well because we have the first place and the second place teams Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund they're playing uh, what we call basically in soccer a six point game because if um, Bayern Munich basically beats them and you know they get, it gives it gives them a lead and obviously uh, there's a game advantage not a game advantage but they'll have the same amount of games so obviously it, you know it's weird math, but they call it a six-point game because they're so close, you know. So basically, if one, if the first-place team beats the second team, you know they get a bigger gap, and then if the second team plays wins, which is Borussia in this moment, uh, with seven, fifty-seven points, uh, Bayern Munich has sixty-one. Though you know they'll be right there at the heels with sixty points, which you know will mean that you know Bayern Munich won't have any room for error. You know, in the upcoming weeks, um, but then also like, I'll you know I'll post this as well. But it's a crazy ass league. Like one, two, three, four, five teams. The first five teams, there's only a nine point difference between the first five teams, which is crazy. Um, then the six team, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. There's also a nine-point difference, and everybody is fighting for the sixth spot, which would give you a Europa League qualifying, um, like playoff game, basically, um, which is gonna be 
um, no, sorry, uh, the qualifying spot. So basically, uh, you know, everybody up top is fighting for the Champions League, which is one, two, three, four, and then uh, so there's five teams fighting for those spots, and then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams fighting for one spot, and then the bottom teams, which are also one, two, three, four, five, are fighting for basically trying to get out from the last three spots and and there there's only a difference of uh of 10 points um which is Paderborn the last team with 18 points and Frankfurt is with 28 points and it's it's just getting crazy because the last two teams go directly into relegation and then the third to last or second to last I guess it would be um goes into that uh relegation playoff so I mean th- if you're not following this league I mean literally Every week, this table is changing from top to bottom, and like you mean, I mean, shoot, like a team that you don't think you know is gonna be up or down, just with you know losing a game or tying a game could change like the dynamic of the whole table. Um, it's very very crazy. So if I was you, I would just you know take some time at least to, just to keep up with the with the results and stuff like that. So it's pretty crazy. So um, turning the page. Let's talk about it a little about the MLS and everything, or a little bit of the Dynamo and the Dash uh, as well. Um, so a little thing that the MLS put together was a little uh, MLS all-time jersey uh, competition bracket thing, whatever. Um, the winner came out to be the 2014 black or dark whatever jersey from the Seattle Sounders. Um, I just want to say that was a terrible decision, but I, I mean, <clears throat> of course, I know that uh, it wasn't a decision by anybody. It was mostly voting and stuff like that, and, and of course, we all know how Seattle people are when it comes to backing up their team, so I guess, you know, there's no, uh, there's no uh, any hard feelings or whatever. But, you know, we all know that Jersey wasn't the best one out of the whole bracket. I think the Houston Dynamo... Um, away jersey with the with the little uh, tequila sunrise uh, you know gradient on the chest was probably one of the better ones it should have probably made it to the top four uh, but it is what it is you know we're not going to say anything about it but you just know Seattle the only reason you won is because you have a little bit of more people back your team than all the others but it is what it is um, also let's talk about a little bit about uh, FC Cincinnati FC Cincinnati has only played what two games, or has have they even played? Yeah, no, they they played a whole season. That's how bad of a season they had. They suck so bad that I forgot that they actually have played. Um, but um, FC Cincinnati um, has hired a new coach. Um, I forgot to write down his name, but I think uh, me forgetting his name is actually better than them posting a picture of a wrong person on their social media uh pretty funny pretty embarrassing um funny enough um i saw a tweet by the vp of communications for fc cincinnati where uh, she was like um you know like when people put like some stuff and then you like retweet it and you put your answer to it basically it was like describe your job in five words or less and then she was like and then her tweet was funny because it was like i can't believe uh, it was the wrong picture or something like that. Uh, we used the wrong picture. That was her tweet. 
And it was so funny because, you know, come on, FC Cincinnati. Like, I know you guys are new and soccer is like a whole new thing probably over there. But, you know, let's do a little bit of research before we go out there and start posting stuff, you know. I mean, at least let's have a... Uh, somebody double check or work or something because you just can't be putting any random bald guy on your pictures you know at least you would have made it funnier and you would have put you know Jason Statham or whatever but it is what it is uh, we'll leave it there it was just a funny moment uh, there um, talking about uh, the so I don't know if you guys you guys have heard you know with this whole like everything all the comments so we're going to talk about the right now about the NWSL about the MLS and about the U, uh, U, USL. Um, basically, first men's first division, men's second division, and the women's first division, first division of soccer. Um, basically, all these three leagues are trying to come back, um, and with that, obviously, comes a bunch of uh, you know different things that they're trying to put together. For example, the women's, they're trying to have all the nine teams go to Utah and have like a like a three team in a group uh, tournament uh, thing basically where all of them are going to basically play each other and then the f- top eight teams are going into like a knockout route knockout route round type of thing to, to get a champion which should be over in about a month or so um, so th- that seems pretty legit I think uh, that one that one will probably will be the the first league to come back into the like of professional sport to come back in the US that's what they're trying to get at um, just because they want to you know they know if that's going to be the first league to come back you know it's probably going to get some mice to the league which is good because it's going to make it a little bit more recognizable you know people are going to pay a little bit more attention and who knows maybe it can bring more ice for the future of the league so you know i'm pretty excited about that also it makes it easier for you know us people that haven't seen the dash or haven't kept up with the women's soccer you know it's, it's going to be a good introduction into the women's soccer world also shout out to thorns um to the portland thorns pretty badass jerseys um i know they were sending uh, jerseys, or, or at least I saw a jersey from the guy, uh, Christian Polanco from the Cooligans. He got a jersey. Hey, uh, if you're listening out there, uh, my name is Christian. I have a podcast. It's not as famous as the Cooligans, but you know, I'll take a jersey. Uh, I'll support you guys. It is what it is. You know, I'll support the Dash too. So a day, Dash, um, if you want to help a brother out. Also, Dash. Uh, good transition here. They have the new online store, so check them out. They're um, they have a new online store. Uh, they're doing it with All for Soccer, I think it is, uh, which is obviously a chain of stores. They they sell soccer merchandise. Uh, so they have a new online store. So they're partnering with them. Um, they don't have the jerseys up yet, but they will soon. Uh, but right now they have some really cool gear. Uh, I'm probably gonna cop some for my for my for myself and my and my kids, my wife most likely. Um, well, obviously that's my family, but uh, but yeah, you know, looking looking forward to to actually getting a jersey. I want to get a jersey. I'm more of a jersey guy than a t-shirt guy. Um, if I'm gonna get something soccer related, so you know, hey Dash, um, if you wanna you know hook a brother up, go ahead. If not, you know, just wait till I get a little bit more money and then I'll be buying one. Um, so you know. It's up to you guys. If y'all want to send it now, I'll take it. If not, then it's going to take me a little while to save up a little bit for, you know, I have three kids now and a wife, so 
it's gonna take me a little while to save up but you know we'll get them eventually we'll support the dash from home and whenever they come back to to VVVA you know we'll be there um so then also since there's not gonna be um jumping into back into the men's soccer um the USL they've been talking about dropping so there's this whole uh talk of dropping you know uh salaries and stuff like that and something that uh was said was that they wanted to drop the USL um salaries to $20,000 a year um which is freaking ridiculous because I don't get paid like I get paid more than that and I work at a grocery store uh, so it's very crazy, you know. You're playing professional soccer, you know. You know, semi. I, I don't. I would it be semi-professional or in professional soccer? Um, and you're busting your ass and stuff like that. So you know, hopefully they get into a you know into an agreement soon. Um, and hopefully the USL can come back as well. Um, I'm gonna actually try to keep up with the uh, you know the more uh, regional um, lower soccer leagues. Um, so that's probably going to be fun. Um, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of my play, but you know, we'll try to keep up with more Houston content, like I said. So we'll probably have those people come in and you know talk about their teams and stuff like that. But it is what it is. Uh, hopefully they can resolve, and hopefully the USL can get back and uh, get going. And hopefully in the future we can get some promotion relegation in the MLS too. That would be cool. Um, and then the last thing, let's talk a little bit about the MLS and the Houston Dynamo. Um, obviously, since there's not going to be a bunch of uh, games being played because they're planning to move the MLS to Orlando, to uh, Walt Disney World, um, to have like a, basically like a World Cup style um, tournament, like a two-week two tournament, not two-week, two-month two tournament. Uh, there's not going to be any all-star games or anything like that. Um, as we said, um, so, you know, don't buy a ticket for those, obviously. Um, so they've been talking about, you know, having a, so I, right now I just watched an interview from Lester Grage, uh, shout out to him, um, and, uh, Sarek Valentin on Univision. Hey, also shout out to Sarek. His Spanish is pretty good. Uh, my wife was watching, uh, with me and she was like, wait, is he, cause you know, obviously his, he was he didn't conjugate some verbs correctly, but you know she was like, "Wait, is he is he white?" I was like, "Yep, he's a white guy." And she was like, "Oh, that's that's pretty good." I was like, "Well, yeah, I mean, it is pretty good for a white guy, right?" So yeah, shout out to Sarek Valentin if you're listening. Hey, bro, you're doing pretty good in your Spanish. You know, keep it up. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll have you on the podcast some at some point. You know, hopefully you hear this. Um, uh, great players, great kick too. Great kicks too. Um, and then uh, let's talk about Ellie's before we jumped in. You know, I guess let's finish the MLS. Then also they were talking about um, some player cut um, and pay. So they, you know, they were talking about from like thirty percent uh, to like seventeen percent or something, like that, or like ten percent to twenty, thirty percent. Uh, reduction on their salaries to kind of help out, you know, with with all the owners and stuff like that. And you know, since you know nobody's working, nobody's making money, nobody's selling tickets, nobody's buying tickets and stuff like that. You know, it's gonna be tough. Um, so you know, the the MLS Player Association, it's probably gonna come back. And you know, you know, Sarek Valentin was saying that you know they're gonna work on a deal and work on something. Um, Something that works for everybody when it comes to money-wise and also uh, being uh, 
protected and being being uh, well taken care of at this tournament if it happens to happen here in the next few months. Um, so hopefully, you know, the MLS comes back even as a small tournament. Uh, at this point in time, we'll take anything as soccer as soccer fans. So it is what it is. Uh, hopefully, the you know the MLS comes back sooner than later, and ho- obviously we'll we'll keep we'll keep you posted here on Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Um, and then the last thing was Ellis. Ellis was uh, seen giving some interviews for Hondurians Honduran news, I guess, or endurance shows. Um, and he was talking about how he is planning. Basically, on leaving at in January, um, that's when the the winter uh, break, not winter break, the winter uh, transfer window opens. So basically, he was talking about how he's planning on leaving. Uh, he wants to make that jump to Europe, which obviously nobody is mad about. But we are hoping that Houston Dynamo actually make some business out of it and get a little bit of money out of it. Because I was looking at some pictures from. Um, from MLS uh, fan base on Instagram, um, at MLS fan base, I guess, uh, and they were looking. You know, they had a little uh, picture graph thing on the value of Albert Ellis, and in 2010, obviously he was still playing in Olympia and over there in Honduras, and this dude was worth under a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, then he made his move to Mexico in 2015, and then he was worth almost half a million dollars. Uh, on his first year in the Dynamo, in 2016, he was almost up to a million dollars. 2017, where you know he was basically poking his head out and, and being looked at a little bit more, he was about in the two and a half million range. And then as of November of last year, he was closer to the four million mark. So, you know. Basically, well, to be exact, 3.85 million mark. So, you know, um, values obviously have dropped because of this market. Obviously, in this COVID market, there's not a lot of money out there. Uh, but we are hoping, we are, you know, hopefully the MLS can get a little bit out of um, out of this transaction, you know, per se. And hopefully we're able to put that money into somebody um, as good or even better than Ellis. So... Basically, that was everything um, that I have for today. Uh, like I said, follow the channel on Instagram. Follow the channel on YouTube. Um, and like I said, I will be contacting people this week and next week to be able to set up some interviews. Uh, hopefully, people are gracious and they give me some time of their day. Um, and I will be posting these, obviously, as podcast form and audio in video form on YouTube. And hopefully in the new future, like I said, um, I will be buying more more uh, microphones and video cameras. Hopefully in the future, and you know, doing some some better content, like for the kit series and other series that I have planned in mind. Um, and also, I mean, if you have it in your heart and you want to help a brother out, just let me know. Um, you know, I need all the help that I can get right now. This is a one team thing, a one person thing. So if you want to be part of this, and if you want to help out in any way, shape, or form, holla at your boy, and you know we'll make it work. Um, basically, all I'm trying to do is make soccer great here in the city of Houston, and give you a little something different uh, than any of the other shows that you know I'm trying to give you. I want to give you something Houston um, to the world, basically, in in the soccer world. So. Thank you again, once again. Uh, this is your boy Christian. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And thank you for, I guess, everything. 
We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.